Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome back to Fresh Take with Joey and Ranveer. This is Joey all alone once again. Because Ranveer is out for the count. Why, you might ask? Well, uh, out for the count sounds like he's dead. Uh, he's <laughs> not dead. I just want to say that right now. He's not dead. But I'll tell you why he's not here at the end of the episode. That wonderful laughter you're hearing is from our guest today, Sabre Agnew. He's a black artist from Indiana, and we're going to have a great conversation. So stay tuned and uh, stay with us. She comes from the heavens on a cloud. Blessings coming down oh, If there's a heaven above Welcome to the studio, Say Ragnar. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell the audience who you are. Um, first of all, this is your basement. And second of <laughs> all, um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a senior uh, in high school. I make music. Uh, it's just under my, my name, Saber Agnew. Uh and I think it's pretty cool. That's pretty much, that's me. What a compelling intro. So you are a senior in high school, which I think is important to note because you have already gone back to school at this point. Yeah, we started um, this Thursday. So it's, what was that, four days ago? Yeah, that yeah, this most recent Thursday. And are you all online? Is there any in-person aspect? Uh, so far it's all online, but I've heard recently that uh, we might, the school might lose funding Oh, uh, if we don't go in person in like two weeks or something like that, and uh, I'm not too excited about that. So, so how do you feel about like, like logistically speaking? How do you think that could even happen? Uh, is it even morally right to <laughs> force people to go back to school? I don't think so, but it seems that uh, from from my sources, which is a <laughs> a friend a friend's mom who's a teacher, which right? is all high school sources are. Uh, yeah, um, he basically. What I heard is that Trump, it's from straight up from, from Trump down. It's like, if you don't go back to in-person school, then apparently we're going to lose $18 million in funding, which is like, that's a lot of money. So uh, apparently we have to announce that by like two weeks before Labor Day. Okay. That decision, something like that. But but the thing is, it, it, I'm assuming if we, I'm hoping that if we go back and a single person has coronavirus, we just shut yeah, down. Yeah, shut down. That would be like... Kind of the best case scenario is well, I mean, I don't hope yeah, that anybody gets coronavirus, get but you know what I mean. That's a terrible thing you just did. Um, so I guess my question is, uh, how has it impacted your learning? I know it's been early going, but doing online school, how how do you think that compares to in person? I actually think that um, it's kind of nice, at least so far, because mm -hmm. I don't really have a very difficult uh, course load. I'm doing like 
I'm doing three music classes and I have a study hall. So the other three periods are like the only times I'm actually doing stuff. And then one of those classes I have like the coolest teacher in the whole school. So, uh, I, it's actually, it's actually kind of nice, but I kind of feel bad for it. Like there, I know for a fact there's some kids, like some of my friends that, uh, don't actually benefit from doing the, the zoom learning. Like they actually enjoyed the e-learning more, or like obviously yeah. in person. Like uh, if you're learning something difficult, like math over zoom, like that, that might be difficult. So, so something that's been floated around a lot is the hybrid idea. Um, but a specific hybrid idea for people yeah. that like don't have access to like internet and Wi-Fi at home, bringing in smaller pods of, of kids to do in-person instruction. Do you think that's viable for like, I know you're coming from a larger school district. Do you think that's viable for where you're at? Um, probably not because at, at that point you're, you're still going to have full classrooms because if you're splitting people up, it's, yeah. you, you would have to assume that it would be like th- that 20 to 30 person classroom in the, in the building at the same time. So it's like, even if you just have that many people, like the classrooms are not big enough to, to facilitate social distancing and in that, in that like, how, how big would you say a classroom is like 20, 20 by it's, I don't you know, know. I'm you not know an architect. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I have a very limited spatial, uh, awareness? recognition, yeah. awareness. Thank you. Spatial awareness. Um, so with the whole coronavirus, wha- how do you feel? I guess I just want to ask how you personally have felt through the quarantine. Cause I know it's affected a lot of people a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been kind of up and down. I feel like very unfortunately the the longer that uh, this has been going on the 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 less I the less cautious I've been. Mm-hmm. And like obviously I'm still taking precautions, but it's like I've been doing a lot more like hanging out with with groups of people that I know aren't hanging out with anyone else, you know what I mean? And it's like a- as safe as that is, it's also like maybe not the most responsible yeah. thing. I'm tattling on myself a little bit. <laughs> but I, I feel like I feel like most people have kind of been like that like it's almost like if if nobody else is gonna be responsible about it, why should I have to? Why should I have to suffer for yeah. that? It's like we've gone like I, for the for the lockdown. I didn't see anybody, and whenever I was outside mm-hmm. the house, I was wearing a mask. Yep. So it was like that that first like month, I was I was the most cautious. I brought around a, a, a was it called a, a tape measure? Mm-hmm. Brought around a for tape measure feet? to make sure I was six feet away from from anybody that I saw. But then now I'm just kind of like. I have my I have my little group of friends and I see them every once in a while. But then other than that, I'm inside the house. I think that might be a cultural thing, too, with America. Yeah. Uh, socially speaking is like the reason that you just said, if no one else is going to be responsible, what's the. Yeah. What's the point of, of me doing what's it? What's the point yeah. of you doing it? Which is kind of perpetuating this whole <laughs> thing, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that is kind of the problem, isn't it? But it's a societal thing, I think. We talked about that a couple episodes ago where it's a lack of empathy mm-hmm. kind of at mm-hmm. a at a structural level and that's i think is one of the root causes for everything that's yeah the thing is i would never ever in my life go anywhere without yeah. a mask on oh I c- yeah i couldn't even oh, fathom yeah. being inside of a store or like uh, i'm in choir and we have in-person choir practice like oh, and that's a lot we of all have masks on yeah every single person if you didn't have a mask i would probably slap you <laughs> which is kind of counterintuitive you're getting skin i'll skin. i'll put hand sanitizer on before <laughs> and after so so I'll I, I'll see somebody and they'll they won't have a mask on and I'll get the hand sanitizer I'll put it on and then and I'll walk and over I'll slap them and slap then I put more on afterwards just to make sure I'm sanitary. Uh, just so that we uh, come off clear here, uh, that is sarcasm. He's never <laughs> I've never threatened slapped anyone with assault. But I to your point, I was watching a movie last night mm-hmm. um, 
from like the 2000s mm-hmm. and there was a large group of people and the first thing i thought of was where's the mask like yeah, why isn't anyone wearing a mask it's kind of crazy how how long has it been like oh i forever what are we, like six months in since Se- we were born. seven months in no like kind of six months since it like really yeah. hit like uh it's kind of crazy how just seeing anything where there's people <laughs> like like a large group of people like it could be a movie filmed a year ago it could be a movie filmed 20 years ago just it's so weird how how much it's affected us like these last few months just not like those large groups of people it's crazy going back to the schools and with large group of people you and i were talking a little bit before we started recording about the picture that was going around the internet Mm, inside of a georgia school for those of you that don't know um a student took a picture of a hallway in in georgia where the classes were in session in person and the hallway was packed no social distancing and not a single person was wearing a mask i think there was in the picture there was like two people there's like, there probably yeah. like 40 people in that picture and they were all like on top of each other and and i think there was two people with masks in that whole picture so do you think that's the reality of what would happen if a lot of high school because you're in the high school scene right now do you think people are responsible enough i think here i think our district might be smart enough to uh, to to make it mandatory i don't know if everybody would always have them on like if they weren't mm-hmm. being watched which is kind of scary, but I know I'm pretty sure Georgia is like a like a, you can kind of do it if you want to with the masks, and I feel like that's definitely why nobody has them yeah. on because it's it's kind of just like if if you're not being forced to do it, a large majority of people in 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 America with our rugged individualism are just like <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to do that. Well, especially with the uh, intense uh, rev- like the whole need to revolt against something in high school <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like that's programmed like in high school i know as responsible as i like to think i am i probably would not i would take little mask breaks but we're talking about <laughs> yeah which saying mask breaks right now <laughs> sounds so scandalous if i had said that like seven months ago that would have been the weirdest sentence i'd ever heard but do you think that you can even enforce it really do you think that's a viable thing in a in a hallway during a passing period definitely not definitely yeah. not i would i would be surprised if i mean i guess i wouldn't be surprised if there were people without their masks on that just walked all the way to class and then put it on right before they went in because like if you have a classroom and people are sitting and it's all it's all like relatively spaced out obviously you could tell a kid to put their mask on mm-hmm. but if, if you're in a passing period and you got 300 kids in in a in a like a 20 foot stretch it's like you can't do anything about that no, that's a good point is it a good point yeah uh, that is a good point no i was just thinking about um what the punishment would even be like how do you even punish that like you could just make them put their mask back on that's yeah but the thing is at that point the damage is already done the damage is done exactly at the same time though it's like it's this is this is hypothetical damage because you you have no way of knowing whether or not they were actually causing any problems so it's kind of like well that's why you have to wear the mask that's basically. the thing with the mask is it's all it's all preventative so it's like if somebody takes their mask off it's like do you do you treat it like they have the coronavirus and they just gave it to every person that they walked past you know what i mean yeah i don't, I don't think there really can be any repercussions for it not having your mask on that's the thing that's it's so hard to enforce but then again you see things on twitter where it's like well if, if wearing a mask is so hard to enforce then why was it so easy to enforce dress code on girls growing up and yeah. stuff and it's like that's an interesting point it's two yeah. sides of the same coin but not really but like that's a really good <laughs> point re- yeah i think the thing with that is like there's always gonna be 
a stretch of time where that dress code is being violated, even if it's a dumb dress code. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, we, we yeah we don't. Have but that. but uh, like there's there's always the period before there's a, there's a problem or a punishment. So it's like if it's if it's like that with the mask, like you can enforce a dress code and you can enforce the masks, but the damage will have already been done yeah. by the time the punishment okay. arrives. Yeah, and one of them's just a short uh, a skirt that's too short, and the other one could kill everyone. Exactly. In the yeah. So that's a really good point. Isn't that terrifying to think though? I mean, uh, is that something that you are worried about if you go back in? Is the possibility that absolutely? Yeah. Uh, honestly, the thing that I've I've talked to a couple of my friends about this. I like. I, I'm not like friends with anybody that is like immunocompromised. At least not p- people that I see. Because I I have a couple of friends, but it's like internet people, right? But I've talked to to a couple of my friends, and the, and the big thing is like, obviously we're taking precautions, but I I get this general vibe that like as teenagers we're kind of less worried about ourselves getting sick and more worried about potentially getting it not knowing we have it and then giving it to our parents yeah i think that's the thing that's really scary and it's it's it would be the same for teachers because it's like if you're in a classroom i'm i'm significantly less worried about the the children in the building like obviously there's going to be a couple of immunocompromised kids but like i i i pray that they don't have to show up Mm -hmm. i hope that they can stay home but like if if we're in a building and we have all these adults, some of them are like 40, 50, 60, you know what I mean? They're teachers, even if they have masks on, even if everybody else has masks on, there's still that tiny little chance that, that somebody, that somebody coughs without their mask on, that somebody touches something and then, and then a teacher gets sick and a teacher dies. And it's like that. Yeah. I think that's the thing that's super scary is, is, is being forced to potentially basically cause somebody's death. Yeah. It's just, just because I'm, I'm somebody that, that might, I might get it, and be able to transmit it and then never know that yeah. I had it. I think that's the thing that's so scary. That's the terrifying thing for real is the asymptomatic thing of this. And I know everyone's like, well, I probably had it. I was asymptomatic. But like, no, you probably weren't. You probably weren't. <laughs> you got to treat it. And and it's there's so much that's still unknown, which blows my mind that we still don't know it. Like if you, you talked about how if someone coughs in a hallway and then maybe someone walks into it. I, like, I don't think there's any conclusive research that tells you how long it stays airborne how long it stays on surfaces um and i know that they're still researching that but i like how can you i don't know it's hard to get into someone's mind that that thinks sending the kids back into this literal i don't want to say death zone because that feels too theatrical but a very dangerous area where we don't know all the facts I don't see how that. Yeah, I <coughs> I'm very very unfortunately with our two-party system it's been politicized. Yeah. So regardless of of what you think and regardless of what the facts are, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of partisanship. And I think unfortunately that's that's caused most of the the problems with like not being able to do stuff. Just in general, it's 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 typically less about what what either party thinks and more about the fact that they disagree. It's like it's really hard to do something when when our government can't come together and, and right now there's a lot of a lot of indecision and it's it's even happening like at the at the local and state level and I think that's why that's why it's so risky to send kids back to school and that's also why some people in the government want to send kids back to school. That's a fair point. And also going with that, um, there's a Fox News article that I read today that um, said a third of Americans would say no to a COVID vaccine. But the reason I bring that up is because it's split um, once again between the party lines because 81% of um, the people that they, uh, 81% of all Democrats 
that they interviewed said they would, and mm -hmm. 47% of all Republicans um, said they they would. So there's a big difference. Yeah, in, that's um, it's less than half of all Republicans would get the vaccine, and then way more than half. Even of that Democrats 20% Democrat is. Yeah. I think I can say confidently that anyone that doesn't want to get the vaccine is 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 just <laughs> kind of well, wrong there. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing, also though, um, because even if I don't know if they're wrong, because uh, I'm reading another article that says uh, Dr. Fauci doesn't think uh, the vaccine could be highly effective. He thinks it's not uh, not great the chances that it would be highly effective. So, would you get the vaccine even if there's a low chance that it'll work? Would you take that risk? I think. What we're going to have to do is if, if there's a vaccine that is effective, even the slightest, I think everybody should get it. And then I think we should continue with the, the same precautions that we have without the vaccine, because that's because if, if that can increase your chance, yeah. like it's not a cure all. Say, say, say it increases your chance that you won't get it by two percent. Right. And mm -hmm. then everyone's wearing a mask then it's like your chances of getting it with the mask on is 2%. So then like that's not really how math works, <laughs> but you, you get what I'm trying to say here. Basically, yeah, it would just it, it, you could do your very, very best to lower your chances. And then if we ever hope to reopen safely without bringing numbers back up and, and then obviously hospitalizing people and, and the death the death toll rising, then we're going to have to try something. And then, w But once again, there's a lot of people that abstain from vaccinations, whether it be for religious or personal beliefs. Um, yeah. And they need to be considered in this as well. So I think the vaccine should be. I think people should probably be, you know, welcoming it a little bit. But I totally understand the pushback. I understand not necessarily wanting the vaccine, but I, f I feel that the odds are a majority of those people that don't want the vaccine are the same people that don't want to wear masks. And I feel like you can you can definitely say you don't want the vaccine and probably have valid reasons. Yeah. But. If if you have valid reasons, I would assume that you have a mask on or that you're somebody that can't get the vaccine because you're like immunocompromised, which which means everybody else needs the vaccine and you, you should have a mask like and probably yeah. not be outside anyway. Well, the vaccines have been such a touchy subject mm. for many, 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 many years. Um, and it's very uncomfortable for a lot of people to talk about. But yeah. that's like the first line of defense unfortunately with a lot of these infectious diseases and i'm reading another article that says even if we have the vaccine um it's possible that covid 19 will just become part of the seasonal uh sicknesses that's very possible so like the flu something i i am i guess a little bit hopeful about is that now that everybody has experience well most people have experience wearing masks and everyone's going to have them after this that we just that just becomes normal because yeah. like in in like China and and Japan and just Asia in general like mask is mask wearing is normal like before coronavirus it was literally like oh i might have a cold and i'm going to put a mask on to protect everybody else and i feel like that's that's definitely not a bad thing to take away from no. this but that goes again um for what we were talking about Ranveer and i a couple episodes ago is it's hard to get people to actively care about other people yeah it is really and doing that you know it's really unfortunate doing that is something that would ultimately be an act to help other people rather than yourself yeah i wish it almost makes me wish that we didn't tell people that <laughs> i wish i wish it was oh you're protecting yourself <laughs> with the mask because if if they didn't know that their chance of getting it was kind of the same with the mask yeah. on you know what I mean? Then they, 
I feel like the people that don't want to wear masks would like want to wear a mask. Yeah, but that'd be lying. But for the no, good. <laughs> I don't want to get into a morality conversation. I do want to get back to um, schools and yeah, COVID. Schools, of course. What's your perfect? Um, what's the perfect going back situation for you? The perfect like? going back situation. Um, hmm. I feel like it would it would take a lot. I would kind of need like a New, New Zealand kind of thing, oh, like yeah. a literally just shut everything down for like eight weeks absolutely zero new cases even when we go back everybody still wears a mask for like a little bit just give it a little time <laughs> and then if, if we're all good then we can just take the masks off i just think that that'd be way too difficult and the problem is you have a place like new, Z- new zealand it's like it's kind of small mm-hmm. compared to america yeah. it's like it's like even it's it's hard to do that in a in a single state yeah it's hard to do something like that in a single city because you have to control people going around and stuff so it's like and they're surrounded by water trying to do that nationwide would be incredibly difficult so i feel like it, it it's almost like unless we get a uh, a vaccine that proves effective there might not be a perfect going back situation so for you do you think the zoom uh online learning is good for the general population because you said it, it worked for you because you were taking an easier class load yeah um, I think it's definitely better than what we did uh, at the at the tail end of last year because it was a lot of like just assignments like it was just worksheets that you would look okay. at and, and do every day and like that was your attendance but now you just show up for the zoom and I feel like especially for someone like me I'm, I'm somebody that doesn't I don't like doing my homework <laughs> quite frankly but I, I always show up for class and You're I pay really attention and I participate this. I really am but I I like participating and stuff like that. So like having an opportunity to not have to do a bunch of homework and still like get my credit for showing up. That's kind of nice. So the difficult thing with that is a lot of people can't learn that well. Uh, you can't learn like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that's in that an effective way situation. So do you, how would, uh, like, is there a way that you could combine both of what you did at the end of last semester and this semester? Do you think that would work? If you had assignments, I Zoom, feel like assignments Zoom. We'll probably end up with something like that anyway. I think I think we're gonna have block scheduling. Okay. After like the first week, we're doing a weird schedule. Yeah, could with you like explain short classes? What, uh, block scheduling. Okay, so block scheduling is basically you don't have every class every day. It would be like you have these three classes on these days of the week, and then these like four classes on these days of the week, so that you're every single day you get more time in each class, but you have like less classes that day. So I feel like with the block scheduling, it'll probably end up being something like that where we're going to meet, we're going to talk about something, and then we're going to get some sort of assignment. And then we'll probably have to, like, finish it by the time that we come back, uh, like, in the next two days, you know? Yeah. Do you feel heard in Zoom classes? Do you feel like you can still communicate with the teacher? Uh, Yeah. I feel like um, most people are just quiet. Yeah. Well, it's so hard to talk to someone over a, the computer a little bit. It's a little bit daunting. Uh, yeah 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 definitely i think i think that might be like there's obviously quiet kids yeah and i think that might be it might be difficult for them but it actually now that i think about it it might actually be kind of nice having that like email zoom chat kind of option where you don't actually have to say anything you can just be like hey teach uh, i have a question and you you just keep your mic (laughs) muted the entire time well here's my counterpoint to that yeah um if a teacher requires participation and let's say you do have an anxiety of speaking yeah before you could speak in classrooms and think that everyone was looking at you 
and mm-hmm. have that idea. But now, if you speak in class, you know everybody is looking at you. Yeah, which I That's think would point. probably be a little bit debilitating. So I yeah, I think there's definitely it's a it's a pro it's a it's a pro and con kind of situation where if you if you're not a big talking in class participating kind of person this probably isn't great and then and but like there might depending on it really just depends on the teacher in most situations because yeah. some teachers are like oh you need to participate and then some teachers are really accommodating like oh i know you don't want to talk but like you get your work done and stuff so it's like you're you're good so I'll tell you what um, the school I'm going to, and I'm not going to name names because I don't think they want to be associated with me. <laughs> but um, I'll tell you what we're doing, and you tell me if that sounds like a, a good plan or not. Okay. Because I'm on the fence. So what's going to happen is for the first half of the first semester, so that's from uh, August to November, Yeah. Uh, it's going to be half in person, half online. Mm-hmm. So class is under 20, you're in person, everything else. Mass required? Mass required. Yeah. Uh, if you have more than two masks, you're suspended, I think, academically. Um, Wait, more than two? If you get caught Like no mask. mask incidents? Yeah. I kind of like that. So it's like That's interesting. Two strikes, you're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that for the first semester where it's half online, half in person. Mm-hmm. And then second semester, or second half of the first semester, it's all online. And then for the second semester, first half, all online, second half, in person, half in line. Um, so you asking me about the the effectiveness of yeah, that? Yeah. Do you How what do you what do you do you like that plan? Do you think that could be viable in I other places? On a college campus, I definitely think that that could work, and it's definitely less of a rip off because I because a lot of the discussion about it is like. How are you going to make me pay the oh, exact same amount of money? We're not getting any money back for this. To take Zoom classes. Yeah. Which, But I think it's just a little less bad. It still kind of yeah, sucks that you like have to do th- yeah. what? You're, you're, you're going to end up doing like, what's the math on that? Hold up. It's like taking like a bunch five of eighths classes. of your You're taking like five eighths of your year uh-huh. online. Yeah. When you do it like that. Yeah. Rather than eight eighths. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, I think, okay. I think on a college campus that could definitely work. But I don't think you don't think that could work for high school. I don't think it could work for a high school because it's all the same. It's it's like your classes are all over the place and it's not like specific times. It's like yep. periods. And it's just it would be way too hard to split up that many kids. And that's also a great point that you don't necessarily have. The schools don't necessarily have a you aren't paying them a lot of money and they don't feel like they have to yeah. do some. Real I'm totally stuff. fine with with public schools. With I'm not doing online. With it's like taking a master class without celebrity teachers. It's yeah. just like doing professors. Yeah, that does kind of on Zoom. It is pretty unfortunate because I think I only have one in person. Only one in person class, and it's just an acting one. It's, I mean, yeah. So it doesn't. It would kind of be un- it, that would suck to do that on Zoom. <laughs> just you're acting. Uh, yeah. Well, I, to be or not to be. I, is that you? Do you hey, think your I mic just is muted? Do you shake? There's a, a Zoom joke. We can cut that. <laughs> no, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> I'm going to let you sit with that one. Okay. I'm going to let you sit with that one. Um, so in general, uh, school is already a tough place. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult place to succeed for a lot of kids. Yeah, definitely. Do you think there should be more? Well, obviously there should be more of an outreach for kids that have kind of been disenfranchised by this moving online. Mm-hmm. Where does that start, do you think? Where does that start? Like how? what programs do you think should be? From your perspective, because you're kind of boots on the ground <laughs> with yeah. the in that um how would it be most effective to reach out to someone your age 
um, to get them help to get online classes done, do you think? Mm. I'm not sure. It's really difficult to tell because I'm not I'm not sure what the like the reason why it's a problem. Like mm. I, I know that when we did the, the stuff last year where it was strictly assignments, it was just getting on and like doing it. It was like for some reason for me, I struggle being productive with school things at home yeah. like when i'm at school i can do everything perfectly fine and then the second i go home it's just like i'm not at school anymore and i don't yeah. want to do school stuff so it, it made it really difficult to do school stuff at home when it's not really like like obviously i should have done it and i kind of needed to do it but <laughs> i just didn't i just didn't want to and yeah. there was really no negative consequences like there i didn't get good grades but you know what i but mean if you're online. a kid that doesn't yeah. care about that then it, yeah. you're not going to you're not going to feel motivated to do it but like if you just don't have access to it like you have bad internet or something it's like i don't know maybe there's worksheets that you can come <laughs> pick up in the at the school every week or something like that yeah that just feels like it's going to put kids even more behind is if everyone else is yeah. kind of flying by yeah with their computers and you're doing paper worksheets that feels tough do you think they should open up the library in shifts maybe and disinfect in between that's something I've seen floated is opening up the library, disinfecting, making sure people are six feet and then having just like sign up times. You mean like the public library? Uh, any library. So your school library, if you have one. Um, I don't think that would be terrible. I think it it would definitely have to be like like real tight. Like you sign up for yeah. this time. There's there's a little break in between so it can get cleaned. Everyone has a mask on. And then when you're by yourself, you can take it off. If you're, I don't know, you're doing worksheets, you're going to cough on your own paper. <laughs> But, well, then you're giving that to your teacher. Well, <laughs> or microwave it maybe. Microwave. <laughs> I heard. I heard about okay, that. Okay. Uh, just another quick disclaimer: If you cough onto a piece of paper and are worried about transmitting the coronavirus, please do not put said piece of paper into the microwave. Um. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> with the with the like reaching out to students that are having trouble, um. So far, uh, there's been like. So basically, our teachers have like office hours mm -hmm. where they're gonna have like. You basically you're like, hey, can I talk to you at this time? Some some teachers are by appointment, and then some are just like there, and you can just hop in and be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> but um, I feel like that's definitely a good way to like help kids because generally you don't even have that in like actual school because like unless you have a free period, you can't just like hop in whenever, and and like you would have to sign up for like a study hall. But say you're a kid that doesn't have one, you're struggling in a class, you get behind like there you have no option but i feel like having it's like two hours a day for every teacher so if it, say we have the block scheduling and it's one of your off days for that class for example all your other work is done but you're really struggling in math like you can just hop in your math class and get like 30 minutes of help you know what i mean i feel like there i feel like so far if if it continues the way it has these first couple days most kids should be fine Maybe not like doing as well as they possibly can, but they're yeah. not going to fail out of their classes. Well, are you guys, is your school doing anything to uh, like pad the stats a little bit? Because I know some schools did pass fail. Is there anything offered for that, or um, is it just plug and chug, treat it like a. I don't think that thing? we have any. I think it's literally, it's just how it is normally. Just you get your points or you don't get your points, stuff like that. I that, don't think there's any. Yeah. My first reaction is that's kind of callous, but like. It makes sense. You yeah. want it to seem as normal as possible, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also kind of like the, it's the $600 a week unemployment thing where it's like, oh, they're just going to be lazy if we let them be lazy. 
as much as I disagree with that argument, but it makes sense in a high school in a high school environment. Yeah, I would. I know for a fact I would definitely take advantage of an opportunity to not do my schoolwork. I did that a little bit. We had the pass fail option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was not doing well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so nothing going on to like pad the stats or nothing all or organic. Do you think it's? I a don't think so. No. Good thing to start treating things like they're normal, even though it's not normal, and it's probably never going to be normal. It's not normal, but I I honestly don't mind the the Zoom school environment being kind of just like we're doing school on Zoom now, because I feel like school school's already kind of a, a weird thing. Yeah. We wake up really early and go to the same. Wait, by the way, we go to school at like pretty much the same time, even though it's on Zoom. It's it's like six thirty seven. It's it's seven fifty five. Wait no, se- yeah, like seven fifty five. You have to be like so in your it's first like a Zoom class. Full day on Zoom for this week. It's we stop at like twelve, which really makes me mad because why don't we just power through it? Start later. Yeah. But like, we we have to get up early. After this week, we it's gonna be like a full day of school, even though it's on Zoom. Okay, so I need explain that to me a little bit. Do you just travel from Zoom to Zoom? Yeah, we have a ten minute passing period. You, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which is honestly kind of nice because I, I wake up like right before my first class and I, I haven't had breakfast and I'm really hungry. So I, I go to my first class and then I run, I, get, I grab a bagel. I don't mean to laugh about the passing period. It's, it's kind of, no, it's, it's funny. To it me was meant to be a joke. Thinking somebody like picking up their laptop, <laughs> going with them. I have a different laptop for every Zoom class. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk to the other room. So you have to do separate links for every class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the the good thing is it's the same link every single time for the it's a recurring okay so you just kind of have meeting. The so I I just have mine like written down in my notes app on my computer so I just I'm just like oh this is the schedule this is my second period let me just click the link and have you had any problems with because I know this was a big issue last year random people jumping in no because every every single class is like like there's a waiting room okay. and you have to have your name like first and last otherwise they won't let you in yeah. like even if it's a little bit different i have a friend that goes by her middle name and she th- she just wasn't allowed in the class because it wasn't her like first and last name in skyward i don't know why that's not standard because i saw some horrific videos like horrible horrible stuff because you know a lot of these teachers zoom was new to them they didn't yeah. know how to set up all these precautions and then you got like 800 random people popping yeah. in saying the worst things yeah and then just dipping so it's it's good that they're doing like taking it very seriously yeah because that there definitely would be it's it's high school yeah, there well, would be some shenanigans when i was in high school they banned kahoot for a while because <laughs> people would share the the codes oh yeah that's that's why kahoot added the little thing where you had to type the password that constantly changed at the, yep. bu- the funniest thing about that to me is that so many people were, were ju- they just had the slowest reaction time that even when they were in the room, they couldn't type the password yep. fast enough to get in. It was funny. They put that up because of my generation. I don't yeah. want to take credit for it. I never it was all doxed the teacher, but um, yeah, that happened a lot. So that's not happening that you've N- seen. No, I don't, I don't think it's possible unless you somehow don't give anyone any ideas we don't have to speculate <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna pretend <laughs> i didn't start that sentence <laughs> someone hacks into the the school district and they're like where how did you and they're like oh saber, um, saber i got it from the internet saber agnew there's a great podcast called fresh take with joey and Rian there's Rian. a great podcast c- called how to break into zoom calls we should make another podcast called how to break into zoom Calls. how to break into zoom calls. it'll be one episode 20 seconds long <laughs> um but are you at all worried about your personal academics going forward do you think 
Do you think that this is going to affect you negatively? Not with my course load, no. Not with your course load? Because I have um, I have kind of just some easy classes. I have uh, like an adulting 101, like a, a finance kind of class, right? <laughs> Um, that was called actually adulting. No, one. that'd be crazy if it was. Yeah. Like on my actual they're really, transcript. They're hip to the memes. Yeah. Uh, and then I have uh, an ethnic studies class, right? Uh, uh, then I have what is it? It's like true crime, and then everything else is easy. It's 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 choir, study hall, and then and then a music sound production class. And speaking about music and sound production, I wanted to ask you this because yeah. uh, you're you're quite the musical artist and i think i'm thank gonna you, put in uh, a couple of your uh, little snippets of your yeah. songs just to plug you a little bit um but have you has this affected your music creation has it killed your creativity um, like it's done for a lot of people or do you like having more time to do this it's it's been it's kind of weird because i feel like i've made some stuff but also having having more time to make stuff yeah. makes it feel like you've made less stuff yeah so like being inside constantly and having the the only thing that that you can do be either make stuff or not make stuff it really just it really just makes the difference between those two things really really like clear but i've definitely i think i've i've made honestly it's probably the same amount as before it just every once it in just, a while yeah, it, feels it feels like it's i've i haven't been productive in a while because i've spent so much time in the in the same place that i would be normally productive because like if you go to school for eight hours a day, right, and then you come home and then you're productive for three of those hours, you then feel, it's like you yeah. feel like an awesome. But then if you're home all day and you're <laughs> productive for those same three hours, then it's like oh, I had day, yeah. I had that extra eight hours. I had this time from when I woke up to when I went to sleep. But I feel like I've I've been pretty much the same amount in total if you look at all of my time. So the creativity has been kind of unchanged. Because I know for a lot yeah. of people it's been a void. Because it's so yeah. No, I can definitely see. I can definitely see how I. Th- it, I think that hit me for a little bit at first. Yeah. Because yeah. you you look around at this gigantic time frame, but it's not really a vacation. A yeah. lot of people are looking at it like, oh, it's time off. I should be doing stuff. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. Yeah, you're allowed to take a breather. Just you know, just breathe. Just <laughs> just take time. You with can your mask on. Breathe with your breathe mask with on. your mask on. Even if you're at home, uh, don't do that. Um, but like for a lot of people it's so hard to just be stagnant yeah because we're so used to go 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 mm-hmm. now that we've been forced to just stay in the same spot that's been crippling to a lot of creative yeah. people but you've been able to get around that you think you can s- keep motivated and stuff um i think every once in a while it'll hit me and i'll just be like man i i want to make something but i can't and then I'll do what I normally do and I'll be like, hold up, what if I just tried to make something and then I'll make something. So your strategy is just to like go try and do something until something happens? Pretty much, yeah. If if nothing's if nothing's working, like I'll pick up my guitar and I'll be like, let me think of some chords. And if nothing's working, I'll just put my guitar Explain back down. Explain what chords are for the audience. Uh, so basically <laughs> a chord. <laughs> but I'll I'll just, I, I never really have an idea going into starting something. I'll just kind of be like, I'll just pick up my guitar or I'll pull up a beat and I'll just I'll just sit there for a minute and if nothing's happening then I just kind of give up because it's like if if nothing's going to happen then forcing it isn't going to make make something good. That's a really healthy perspective to have. How did you was that how you were kind of like uh I don't know. I think I think it's just like 
I like spending my time on things that are enjoyable and not being productive isn't enjoyable to me. Like I, I'm, I'm really particular about how I spend my time in that regardless of what it is, if I intend on doing something, I, I only want to do that thing in that time. So it's like if I, if I plan on laying in my bed and watching YouTube videos for six hours, that's the only thing I want to do for those next six hours. So it's like if I, if I intend on, on making a song and I can't make a song, that immediately becomes unenjoyable and I don't want to do it anymore. So then I'll just be like, oh, I'll just go do something else that's actually entertaining and a good time. So you kind of have like a switch up there in your brain where you're like, that's eh, not happening. Let's try something else sort of thing. Is th- that's yeah, kind of I understand it. Kind of, yeah. Just to put like visual behind it. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just like, every, I, I just want to have anything to do and I'll be like, what if I, what if I did this and then that thing isn't working? So then I go, I'm not going to do that anymore. So you got you working on anything concrete? You got anything coming out that you want to plug? Um, anything recently that's come out that you want to plug? Follow me on TikTok. Um, I'm making a lot of. I'm getting really into TikTok now. Uh, I meant musically. It's a which is what TikTok used yeah. to be called. I mean, yeah, I have a song that came out a while ago. I have a couple of songs that are like pretty close to being done, or like really ready to put out. Uh. Unfortunately, my computer broke last week, so <laughs> it's it's gonna be a minute. Uh, hopefully, not that many minutes, but um, yeah, I think some of the best stuff that I've made uh, has been in the quarantine. It's definitely made me kind of hone my skills. Have you done any of the art house high concept stuck inside quarantine stuff that everyone predicted would come out? The whole like really artsy fartsy. <laughs> quarantine or have you stayed away from no i made one song at the very beginning yeah that was that that was titled quarantine and i was like i was like i'm fine with putting that one out because like it was actually it was kind of good i (laughs) I liked it you know what i mean because like everyone yeah because everyone was like oh i'm gonna write a quarantine song because quarantine and i was like that was just the thing that i thought of i'm 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 very kind of spontaneous with with lyrics and 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 ideas and vibes so it's like i'm hey it's music. That's what it is. It's a vibe, you know. <laughs> but uh, this is a vibe-free podcast. Yeah, I no I, vibes here. No vibes. Um, so I, it just kind of came together, and it was like every once in a while, a song will just be about like what's going on, and it was just yeah, I basically wrote a quarantine love song, and that was it. Just kind of happened on accident. So I was like, I'll just put it out. I was yeah. That's. That's not. I I didn't mean to come at you like. No, that. no, no. no. I, really I understand because there was a yeah. there was a lot of people, and I saw it was highly saturated. Of yeah, these, like, I saw I saw a bunch of people on the internet in like the like music making places like like on oh. Reddit and stuff being like, do not put out something titled quarantine because it's gonna be dumb and stupid. Well, it's all it was all extended metaphors <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm worried about when the Broadway opens back up, how many shows are gonna come out where it's like quarantined alone or like i mean honestly whose parents are these <laughs> like that i feel like there could be like a killer two-person show there's going to be a killer and it's gonna win show. like a tony but there's gonna be one killer one there's gonna be about 94 not so killer ones where it's like <laughs> yeah hey paul yeah coronavirus is, is oh sorry you want to finish your <laughs> no i had <laughs> no end to that bit okay cool or hey like, paul <laughs> like, mask up paul like that's the title <laughs> <laughs> Um, but coronavirus is gonna it's gonna really affect it's changing everything i think 
yeah, like it's gonna be a cultural event, like because it's literally global. Yeah, like nothing, it's nothing the, has been this widespread since like World War Two. It's the first global tragedy that a lot of people have experienced at the same time. Yeah, like it, it's kind of hard to not like it's gonna affect you in some way. Oh yeah, like it. So for pretty much forever, well, until everyone that experienced it is no longer here. You know what I mean? It's like this is a defining moment for yeah everyone right now. Yeah, coronavirus is because it's it's such a new experience. Because mm-hmm. the last time anything like this happened was like literally a hundred years ago. And it's so terrifying that it's no longer scary to me. You know how scary how when you get scared so bad it goes numb. Yeah, and you just kind of accept it. At the beginning, I was terrified definitely yeah. and now i've internalized that yeah so it's, like i'm kind of what i was saying about yeah, like at per- the beginning super precautious well i think we're all just perpetually afraid yeah. and no one has under no one's felt perpetual fear since world war ii probably yeah just like the or maybe like the cold war or maybe the cold war yeah like we might get nuked at any moment and it's kind of like that except the nuke is a is a little virus and it's a cough it's but you it's might the you might get coughed on and it's just as you might also deadly. not get coughed on, which I think that's a really scary, scary thing. Because you're gonna you're gonna hear you're gonna hear the air raid sirens, right? But in this situation, it's silent. Oh wow! You never you don't know when it's coming. That's the kind of extended metaphor I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It happened it to me happened. too. Um, well, do you have anything you want to plug your socials? Anything um, before we go? I'm pretty much Saber Agnew on anything that I want you to follow. You want to spell that out? S A B E R space. Actually, Ooh. well, it's on Instagram. So, A A G N E W first and last name. You can look me up on Spotify, on YouTube, on Apple Music, on pretty much anywhere you get your music. Uh, I have a Twitter. I don't use it. I'll have your name in the title as well. Yeah, cool. So, um, if you're confused, or if you just want to hear more from Saber, any of his music, as I said. Uh, what you'll hear in the intro and outro music, that's going to be a snippet of one of his songs. And if you like what you hear, please go support him. Um, thank you so much for sitting down and talking to me today, man. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a good time. Do you have any closing remarks? Anything else you want to? Uh, stay safe. Wear a mask. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, that's pretty much it. All right. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Uh, thank you guys so much. Stay tuned. We'll, I'll be right back in just a second. Cloud. Blessings coming down oh, If there's a heaven above my love. Thank you guys so much for tuning in Remember, if you liked what you heard And you found Saber at all interesting Then you can find him on Spotify, Apple Music Anywhere that you find your music Under the name Saber Agnew, so give him some love. And as promised, I'm going to tell you guys what happened to Ranveer. Ranveer, of course, was... It seems I ran through another tunnel. So, um, But just a quick update for Fresh Take with Joey and Ranveer. Both of us are going to be moving into college over the next couple of weeks. So we are going to be off for the next two weeks. Our next podcast will be released the 26th. So if you like what we're doing, please don't leave us. I know we're going to be gone for a couple of weeks, but please keep showing us love. Remember to shout us out on Twitter uh, at Fresh Take J and R, and uh, keep showing us some love. We really appreciate all the the nice comments that we've gotten from you guys, and uh, you're the reason why we do this. So stay beautiful.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.